so we we couldn't we couldn't fly back to Cuba. So we we said, Lord, what do you want for us here in Guyana? <laughs> and um, <laughs> yeah, we are very we were very you know at the beginning we didn't understand, but. Welcome to Baptist Without an Adjective, a podcast of Word and Way. I'm your host, Word and Way editor and president, Brian Kaler. On this program, we'll hear from Baptists from across the denominational, ethnic, national, and ideological lines that too often divide us. At Word and Way, we've been informing and inspiring Baptists since 1896. Learn more about us at wordandway.org. This episode is sponsored in part by the Cooperative Baptist Fellowship. The Cooperative Baptist Fellowship is a network of people and churches working together to spread the hope of Christ. For more than 25 years, CBF has been driven by its mission to serve Christians and churches as they discover and fulfill their God-given mission. Join the fellowship at work in long-term global missions in more than 25 countries. Join them too as they strive to form healthy congregations and support the ministers that serve them. Put your faith to action. Visit cbf.net to get connected. This episode is also brought to you by the 2020 ChurchNet Spring Gathering, now a virtual event due to coronavirus. Join ChurchNet online on April 24th at 2 p.m. for their spring gathering, Hope Overflowing, based on Romans 15.3. Keynote speaker will be Paul Masisa, president of the Baptist World Alliance and a pastor in South Africa. There will also be reports on missions efforts in Guatemala and Cuba and how you can connect and get involved. Find out more information at churchnet.org and then join them online April 24th at 2 p.m. In this episode, we're going to have a conversation with Joey Hernandez. He's a Cuban Baptist pastor. He leads the Sixth Baptist Church in Santiago de Cuba. Had the opportunity to visit Joey twice on the island of Cuba. He's also been to Missouri back in 2017 and had a chance to see him during that visit as well. And it's always a joy to talk to Joey Sometimes he randomly just calls me up in Facebook Messenger, wish me Merry Christmas on uh, Christmas Eve or, or just some other time just to say hello. Sometimes it can be a difficult conversation with technology. So I was excited to be able to record this conversation with Joey, who is in Cuba right now. Obviously, he can't travel here because of coronavirus. He was supposed to be coming back to Missouri in April. That's actually part of the story we're going to be talking about. But because of the politics between our country and Cuba, to get a visa, he has to now travel to another country. So in March... He did that. He went to Guyana. After first traveling across the island of Cuba to Havana, he made that trek to another country to go to U.S. Embassy there because the U.S. Embassy in Havana will not process visa applications for Cubans seeking to come to the U.S. And while he was there, the coronavirus pandemic continued to erupt. Ultimately, the country of Guyana shut down flights before he and his wife were to return to Cuba, and they found themselves stranded for extra days with extra expenses, unsure of when they would be allowed to return home. So it's this really crazy story of international politics, international health, all coming together to interfere with ministry, or, or, or so it would seem at first glance, because as Joey's going to tell, of course, nothing can stop Joey from ministering. And so I'm so excited to have this story. It's, a, it's an interesting, fascinating tale uh, amid so many tragic stories that we're hearing in this time of coronavirus. So here's my conversation with Joey Hernandez of the Sixth Baptist Church in Santiago de Cuba. First of all, Joey, thanks for joining us to share a little bit about your story. Uh-huh. Thank you. So I wonder before we, we talk about your actual journey that you had recently, uh, what's, what's the situation like in Cuba right now 
with coronavirus? Uh, coronavirus is uh, destroying a little bit, but uh, yeah, for so our government is doing such a great job, you know, I mean, isolating the people and there is uh, and a big, a big, a big um, um, group of doctors and nurses in the street and I know to be checking on people, each community have a big group of uh, doctors and uh, nurses, you know, checking our homes, visiting us every day. And it's been, you know, it's very good so far, thanks God, you know. And the people who are at the hospital, uh, they are in good, um, good care. So they have the medicine and the labs are, you know, in good condition. And so very nice so far, thanks God, you know. Yeah, and, and of course, I mean, that is one thing that Cuba is known for. In fact, I've seen reports of doctors from Cuba uh-huh. have been sent to other countries right now to help with coronavirus. Yes, yes, yes. Many in Italy, even in Italy, Spain, and uh, post, um, uh, Europe, yes. And also in other countries like Venezuela and uh, other countries in Latin America, Nicaragua. Uh, yes, been a great job. Argentina. Very, very proud of my doctors in Cuba. So how how is your church doing? You you are a pastor at the oh. Sixth Baptist Church there in, in Santiago de Cuba. And how how are how is the congregation doing right now? Well, we we closed the temple, but we opened about one hundred churches in the neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> there you because, go. That's a Cuban Baptist style right there. Yeah. <laughs> so we closed one temple and we opened like 100 churches <laughs> because we are the church of Jesus. And uh, it's amazing how the unbelievers are reacting because of the situation. So how they are seeking the Lord and they are receiving Jesus by themselves. I mean, they are knocking at the door of the believers saying, I want to receive Jesus. Even we have a recently a story of uh, one of the biggest warlocks of the community we have been praying for many times. Uh, he decided, you know, to burn the idols. So we, we um, our youth pastor went there and burned the idols, and he received Jesus. And it's been a great testimony for us in the, in the community. Oh, it was awesome. So how God's working in this time. Yeah, great. I mean, you know, I, it's always exciting to hear stories from you usually a Facebook message or some photos even of, of how God is working there in your community. And, you know, just for those that haven't been there, you know, I've had the pleasure of being at your church on a couple of occasions, twice, I think. It is a building that before right now, when you all aren't meeting in that building, it is a building that is always packed uh, to the brim, full of people. And you're, you're reaching so many people there in, in that community. It's exciting to see the work and the ministry that, that you are doing there, Joey. Praise God. Praise God. Thank you. Um, thank you. Um, we want to thank God for Lee Summit Baptist Church, the first Baptist church in the summit that has been a great support for us in, in, um, in, in all the educative programs of my church, uh, including um, a new Bibles and training center that we have opened already here in our church to train more leaders. So thank you. Yeah, yeah, Lee Summit's been a, a great partner church for you through ChurchNet's partnership. And I know, of course, Gary Snowden has been down there many, many more times than I have uh-huh. with you. And, and I guess he was supposed to be going down there this month, but it doesn't look like I guess yes. that's going to happen, unfortunately. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but God knows the time. <laughs> well, let's talk a little bit about your own travels 
and how coronavirus has impacted that. You were planning to be in Missouri later this month for ChurchNet Spring Gathering. And unfortunately, that event has been moved to a virtual online event because of coronavirus, like so many events are being canceled or postponed or are moving online. And so you won't be able to be with us for that gathering. But unexpectedly, this story of you trying to get your visa to come here really wrapped up in, in coronavirus. And so I guess we should probably back up the story a little bit. You were not able to get a visa to come to the United States there in Cuba. Uh, no, we have. Uh, we ha- Yes, we have to go to Guyana. Right. This is Guyana. some of the stuff that's happened, I guess, some of the conflict between our, our two governments right now. Yeah. Uh, the, and the U.S. embassy isn't processing that. And so you have to leave Cuba to another country to apply at a different embassy to get to get your visa. Okay, so because of some of the political stuff that's been happening a couple of years ago, you had to leave Cuba to go to another country to get permission to Uh later come to the United States. I I just want to make sure people realize this is a pretty complicated process. Yes, yes. Me and my wife traveled there and uh, we got an appointment there and uh, we set up an appointment at the American embassy. So it was a very... um, very uh, difficult time for us. I mean, to travel even from here to Havana, and another uh, to catch another plane from Havana to uh, Guyana is a place that I have never thought I could go. <laughs> I didn't know anything about Guyana. But <laughs> well, it was uh, very weird arriving to that country in the middle of the elections and so on. Oh my goodness, a hard time for us at the beginning. Yeah. So then that process, what, what was that process like? I guess you were approved to come to the United States, mm-hmm. but, but your wife was yes, not. But my wife, no, not, no, yeah. And that's why they didn't approve her. But they, they don't explain. They yes or yes or not, but they don't explain. We give an explanation about it. But so it just I want to also back up a little bit and, and help people get a sense. So you made the comment that you had to travel from where you are in Santiago to Havana, which that's mm-hmm. that's basically going from one side of the island all the way to the other. So that in itself is it is a significant journey. Yes, it's a significant journey. So so God uh, give us uh, the blessing of flying from from Santiago to to Havana. There is something that. Is not common right now in in our airport, but you know, by the grace of the Lord, we could fly like two hours flight to from Santiago to Havana, and and then we waited for a couple of days to to fly to to Guyana. All right, well, so good. So you got to fly because otherwise that would that would be like a, I don't know what like a twenty hour drive or something, right? Yes, that's what we uh, that's what we faced when we getting back from Havana to Santiago. We travel in a in a Chinese bus for about 19 hours, 18, 19 hours in, <laughs> in oh. a very uncomfortable bus. <laughs> I'm sure it was crowded. Orthopedic, <laughs> orthopedic bus. <laughs> no air conditioning. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, the, the seat, very comfortable, very, very, you know, very tight and <laughs> for me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but it was good. It was good, though. <laughs> we, we wanted to come back home. <laughs> it's good to be home. We wanted to come back home. So you're in Guyana. You you get permission to later come to the United States. 
and then while you're there, the coronavirus is is spreading across the globe, and countries start shutting down yes. airports and flights and borders, and so suddenly you're stuck there, unable to take your flight back to Cuba. Mm-hmm. Just two hours before where they closed the airport, the, so we were flying at two uh, a.m. In the morning, so they closed uh, uh, 12 the airport, so we we couldn't we couldn't fly back to Cuba. So we we said, Lord, what do you want for us here in Guyana? <laughs> and um, <laughs> yeah, we are very we were very you know at the beginning we didn't understand, but since we arrived to the Cuban, it was a Cuban hostel. There were about around 10, 12 people there. So we were doing mission inside the hotel that was free to go and preach the gospel to the people. So we continued doing that, what we were doing. So that was amazing to come back to the hotel again, to the people. And it was a great time for us there in the hotel. Yeah, Joey, I just have to say, I'm I'm not surprised, you know, having the the opportunity to visit with you twice in Cuba and, and one time when you were here in the United States and you know, our conversations over Facebook over these last few years. I'm not surprised at all to hear you make a comment about you find out that you miss your flight home at two hours, the airport's closed, <laughs> and your first response is, okay, God, what do you want me to do here? I just, I just think that speaks yeah, so, so highly to your, to your heart and your passion. Yes, and let me tell you that uh, being there and what the Lord did that inside that hotel was so awesome. Although we, we met a, a cab driver while I was taking a taxi to um, downtown Guyana and I heard a sermon in the taxi and I found out the guy was a deacon of one of the church in Guyana. So um, I said, why do you don't take me to your church? So he took me to his church and uh, I, he introduced the pastor to me and they allowed me to preach in Guyana. So it was a, <laughs> it was a big surprise for me. <laughs> I said, thank you, Lord. Adding to your international evangelism there, right there. Yes, yes. And that that opened a door for me and my ministry uh, to do a, a mission trip to Guyana next year. So there is a, an American from Houston that he was following me being there in Guyana. And he said, Joey, you, I guess God has opened a door for you to do mission in Guyana for next year. So he will support a missionary trip to Guyana next year. So I'm very, I'm very happy for that. That's fantastic. You know, that's one of the things that I've enjoyed being in Cuba is your all's missionary spirit, not just there in Cuba as you're planting all of these churches and house churches and house meetings, but also sending missionaries to other parts of the world. And that's, that's exciting to, exciting to hear that, that God did, God did work something out of this unexpected stay that you had. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So you were there a few extra days. Uh, Was it, what about... Was it four, four or so days that you before you all were able to finally get home? Um, three days, uh, two days, so three days, three days we stayed there. So our government sent a, a rescue flight. It was an answer to our prayers because you know there was no chance for us to fly. And then uh, one day, so like two days later, we heard the news that our government was sending a rescue flight to take us in Guyana was amazing for us because we praised the Lord. (laughs) 
we were not bad, but we want to come back home. <laughs> yes, I'm sure your your family was excited that you all did get to come home on that flight. Yes, and the church too. <laughs> yeah, well, as you reflect on all this, Joey, I mean, it's just, it's one of those fascinating stories of, of you know, here you are, you're traveling to one country because of, you know, a political squabble. You had to go there just to get a visa to go to another country. And then there's this global pandemic. You know, how were you to see that coming? And then it causes new, you know, it just seems like this 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 crazy, unexpected journey of, of each step of the way is made a bit more complicated. And unfortunately, the whole point of it was to get a visa to the United States, and now you can't even come here. But you've already started to answer my question I was going to ask you. And that is, you see God at work, even in this these obstacles and these difficulties. So I guess, I don't know if you want to talk a little bit more about yes, how you uh, see God continuing to guide even on each of these, these steps along the way that, that you were, were not part of your plan. So um, I guess um, in God's plan was arranged all this, you know. And uh, we were praying before going there to send us to the nations, I mean, to the end of the earth. Um, but sometimes we pray, sometimes we... We do not know where our prayers go so fast sometimes. And then um, what we saw in this, in this plan was that God wanted me to go to Guyana to open another door for a mission um, trip. I mean, for a future national trip to, to Guyana. That, that's what I, we, we saw. And also the life of many people in Guyana, they changed while we were there. And then um, we, we saw that was God's plan too. So it was, it was amazing, so. That's fantastic. Before we go, I, I wanna, as people are, are listening to this and, and hearing your story, what are ways that they can pray for you and your church and your ministry? What, what are some specific issues that you would like people to, to be aware of? We, we would like you to pray for us how to get fishing rod. A fishing rod for me is um, something we can do in Cuba after all this pass. Says, you know, we want to, to be sustainable by ourselves. We, I mean, I know that many people around the world were helping us, like you and some others, but right now is the time for Cuban to depend on our our own resources. So we, we want to produce our own resources. So we need to pray for wisdom for us for this time. I know that hard times are coming. And also for for the protection of um, our people. So I mean health, we need health uh, to be healthy to do the work. Well, we will definitely so, do yeah. that. Thank you, my brother. Thank you. Yeah, it's been great to, to talk with you, and it's always good to get updates from you and from president of the Eastern Baptist Convention, Josue. I had an email conversation with him recently and, and how things are going there among the Baptist work in Eastern Cuba. And I hope that the next time that you all get a chance to gather together, that you can share our greetings. I, I guess your all's in-person gathering has been canceled as well. Josue was telling me that. But please send our greetings, particularly to those that are putting together El Ministero, your magazine that Word and Way has been partnering with there. And we're exciting to, excited to see uh -huh. that, that work continuing there. And many blessings on you, my friend. And 
thanks for thanks for chatting with us and telling us a bit of your story. Oh, thank you for um, making me part of your story to uh, make me uh, known in the U.S. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I'm going to make you famous here, Joey. Your magazine. So God bless your ministry, my friend, and, and God bless the, the Baptist Convention that Jury and my greetings to Brian Ford too and the rest of the crew. And we'll continue praying and looking for the way to go there with you again, or maybe next year, who knows? Yes, we can't get together this year right now, but uh, we will see each other again soon in, in God's plan. So thank you, Joey. Uh, amen. Amen. God bless you, my brother. Have a good day. Blessing. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode of Baptist Without an Adjective. As always, you can find us at wordandway.org. And don't forget to check out our sponsoring partners for this week's episode, the Cooperative Baptist Fellowship at cbf.net and churchnet at churchnet.org. If you've enjoyed this episode, I hope that you will share it with your friends on Facebook and head over to iTunes or your favorite podcast platform and write a positive review to help more people to find the show. It really will help. You can find easy-to-share links at podcast.wordandway.org. If you'd like to give to support this program, we greatly appreciate it. In fact, whatever we receive, whether it's subscription income, whether it's ad revenue, or whether it's your donation, 1% of everything that Word & Way receives goes to our international partnerships. And as was mentioned there at the end of the interview, our first partnership, which was started back in 2017, was with Elmanis Harrow, the Cuban Baptist magazine, therefore Baptist on the eastern part of the island. It's been fun to partner with them and now also with Luminar Batista in Venezuela. So please give support not only the work ministry of Word and Way here in the United States, but also the work of Baptist journalists around the world. So all you have to do on our website at wordandway.org is hit the donate button. And whatever you give there will help support the production of this podcast, our website, and our monthly magazine. Speaking of that magazine, if you're not a subscriber, take it from Joey. It's a good magazine. You want to read it. I'll give you a deal. You can have it for half off for one year. Just go to tinyrail.com slash wwoffer. If you have any comments or feedback about the program, just send them to me at bkaler at wordandway.org. Thanks for listening.